0: Hey guys, welcome back to the NFL Heads Podcast. My name is Sid Kaliani, I'm here with Josh Shippen, and today we're going to be previewing all the week five games, starting with Thursday night football, the Los Angeles Rams versus the Seattle Seahawks. Now this Thursday night game is very exciting to watch as a preview. The last two Thursday night games, they didn't really seem that exciting, but I expect this one to be very exciting. Josh, what do you think about it? I
1: disagree. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I think the Rams have a very dominating offense right now. And I think dominating offense beats middling defense anytime. And the Seahawks are worse than a middling defense. Add to that, you've got the strength of the Rams through the air. And Russell Wilson, the only way that the Seahawks are going to succeed is if Russell Wilson can succeed through the air. That's not going to work if they're locking him down and there's just the running game if that's the only thing going for the seahawks then it's it's going to be devastating tonight i don't expect seahawks seattle to be close in this game
0: i i agree with you on that and if the seahawks do lose this is going to be a blow because the nfc west is a very very competitive division and every loss matters so if they if they have if they win today that's going to be great but if they lose i don't think they have a way of getting back
1: yeah they're out
0: yeah next game Our London game, which, as a joke, I really wonder why this is not on primetime. We have the New York Jets and the Atlanta Falcons. They gave these teams a London game. Yeah. Who would have thought? I mean, the question for me is how long am I going to watch until I change channels? Because I don't expect a lot out of this game. (laughs) And this is the only
1: game on at that time, too. Exactly. (laughs) Um... Initially, I had the Falcons winning this kind of decisively, but I was like, oh, the Jets could be sneaky. Calvin Ridley's out for this game. Ooh, that that's a very big blow for this offense. The number one receiver on the Falcons is a human named Russell Gage with another human named Olamide Zaccheaus backing him up. Ooh. So that's rough. Kyle Pitts has been, you know, not really a presence on this offense. Both of these defenses stink. The Falcons stink a little worse than the Jets. So this is going to be a really exciting 7-6 to game. I think the Falcons will still win, though. I mean,
0: before last week, I, I looked at this game and I thought the Falcons were going to win. And then I saw the Jets somehow pull off a win against the Titans. And I am going to say that Zach Wilson might be it. He might be the answer New York is looking for. I know you're nodding for that. I know Whoa, 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 whoa. I know how much you love him. I'm the biggest Zach Wilson fan on the planet. Give me a break. Yeah. I have the Jets winning this in a twenty one to seven type of game. I think the Falcons defense is bad. They're bad. (laughs) Very, very bad. Yeah. I I think the Jets offensive line actually has a chance of, you know, not collapsing within the first two (laughs) seconds. So Zach Wilson's gonna have a good game. Next mm. game we have is the New England Patriots and the Houston Tek- Texans. And from what, I'm, from what I'm hearing, I don't think Tyrod Taylor is going to be back for this game.
1: Nope, he's still on IR. We get Davis Mills for this game. Get excited! One of the worst starters of recent memory. He's back! Didn't he have 87 yards last game against yeah. the Bills? Oh. And four picks. That four was the picks. other fun stuff. Yes. With no touchdowns.
0: On the other side, the New England Patriots almost pulled off a win against the Bucks, Almost. Almost. I remember talking about that game as a complete blowout towards the Bucks, but Bill Belichick is very, very good, especially on the defensive side. But I will say they did cut Stefan Gilmore, which I think is a blow to them. He's, I know he so, sort of regressed, but I do think he was a key part of that defense. But... It's against the Texans. I don't think that's gonna matter this much. I have New England winning this by quite a bit.
1: Mm. New England could be playing every second string player on their roster and I would still pick them to beat Houston. Yeah.
0: That that's how bad this Houston team is.
1: Yeah, it's I mean the defense looked okay in the first two weeks of the season and it fell apart with the rest of the team. Yeah. The offense, isn't it really weird to think that Tarod Taylor is the integral part of that offense? Without him, they're, like, the worst team in the NFL. I never thought that would have happened. But with him, there's
0: there's something special. They, they are a contender. But it, as long as he's on IR, Houston, screwed. we got a problem.
1: The Houston could sign Cam Newton off the street, and they would, like, pull off more than if they're just going to keep playing Davis Mills. No. What, what are you getting with Davis Mills? I don't think you're getting a lot out of him. And anything.
0: Our next game we have is the Detroit Lions versus the Minnesota Vikings. Another divisional matchup. This one, I don't know who I'm going with because these teams seem hot and cold at the same time. So, I don't know if either team's going to have a good game or if they're going to have a bad game. What do you think, Josh?
1: Well... My first impression is that this is the Josh Hates These Teams game of the week. Definitely. Um, I've railed on the Vikings for about eight straight of our eight podcasts so far. Yep. And I think the Vikings are a pitiful operation. So I don't really care who wins this, but I know it's going to be the Vikings because I just saw the Lions only score 14 points against Justin Fields and the Bears defense. That is True. If I have to pick someone, it's
0: probably going to be the Vikings. I think Dalvin Cook has a good game. Again, the offense starts to be better, but yeah, I agree with you. This game is
1: not that good of a matchup, if we're being honest. And you have to remember, the Vikings, while they only scored seven points last week, that was against the Cleveland Browns, who are... I, I don't know the exact ranking off the top of my head, but I know that they've allowed probably close to the least amount of points of any team in the NFL. So, while I think Kirk Cousins is a major check-down robot, and I do not like the Vikings' offense whatsoever, they're definitely good enough to put 30 on the Lions and put a clown suit on that defense. Yeah,
0: definitely. Our next game is going to be the Philadelphia Eagles- and the Carolina Panthers. Now, last week, Carolina suffered their first loss of the season against the Dallas Cowboys. Josh, do you think that's a sign of maybe they they aren't that good of a team, or maybe it's just
1: a minor setback? I can't tell you how pleasantly shocked I was to find that the Panthers are a real team. They still put up 28 points against the Cowboys' defense with Micah Parsons and trevon diggs sam darnold we're not going to say he's the real deal because we have four no three seasons of new york jets tape to back up the opposite but he looks a lot better than he did in his new york days and the panthers defense was impressive even though they lost and dj moore looks like an elite receiver so yeah the panthers are still a real team and i think they're gonna win this matchup
0: uh, they did pick up Stefan Gilmore from the Patriots, so I think that's a big improvement. Is it? Maybe, but it helps. Um, the Eagles, after their week one game, my hope for them has just slowly started to die. Now I'm realizing they faced the Falcons, and I don't know if we should count that as an actual game. <laughs> Jalen Hurts, I don't know. The second half of his game against the Cowboys, he looked good. But besides that, I haven't seen anything good out of him. I don't think he's going to continue playing good. Mm. I have the Panthers in this one, 28-14. Don't you think you're being a little harsh on Jalen Hurts? No. Mm. I'm not. Interesting. I do think Philadelphia kind of overhyped him a little bit after the end of last season. So, I'm sticking with my decision. I I, I need to see more out of him. He's not doing I'm that not. good.
1: I agreed that they overhyped him, but I'm not sure that he... He played way better than I expected even after week one. I expected him to totally fall off the rails and be replaced by week four. But he's a he is a starting quarterback. He just needs to develop a bit more. He's not at that star level yet. And yeah. even if he stays at this level, I mean, we... Someone ha- someone is employing Kurt Cousins as a starting quarterback for insane amounts of money. If that is happening then Jalen Hurts can be a starting quarterback in the NFL.
0: Yeah, I could see that.
1: So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Our next game is the New Orleans Saints and the Washington football team. This one was also very hard because the Saints are probably the one team where if you thought of hot and cold, they would be your first choice. They've been really hot One week, the next week, they're cold, and then they're back hot, and then they're back cold. So I don't know what's going on with this team. I don't know if I want to take them to win against Washington, because Taylor Heineke in that offense looked really good. Taylor Heineke. I know how much you always talk about how he's going to do bad, and then he ends up not doing bad. He's
1: embarrassing me. Yeah. Um... I actually invented a fun uh little game you can play while you're watching the New Orleans Saints. Every time Jameis Winston does something completely the opposite of how he did it last week, take a shot. You'll be plastered by the time the game ends. Mm.
0: Yeah, he's Jameis Winston is is I don't know how to describe him. A bust. I wouldn't exactly call him a bust, because I think he's fitting a bit better than Tampa, but he's not that good. Right. we will say that. That's a bust. He was picked first
1: overall. Yeah, I could see that. So, I do have New Orleans in this game, just because they... This was this was the weakest pick I've probably ever done, but just because they're literally a good team one week and a bad team the next week, and I don't mean that metaphorically, it's literally been that pattern. Yes, It doesn't matter who the opponent is. One week they're good, the next week they're bad. So last week they were bad against New Orleans, so this me- that means this week they'll beat Washington.
0: I agree with you on that, bro. I'm going to have to go with Washington on this one because I know I'm going to get a hundred percent out of Taylor Heineke. And they're going I they're gonna put up points. The defense, I don't know what happened to them. Last year they're great. This year they stink. They stink. But at least I know the offense is gonna do something. Maybe the defense might do something. Uh but yeah, this is a very weak peak pick, pick for me. This go- is
1: this is gonna be the week that Taylor Heineke falls apart.
0: You okay. We're going there again.
1: <laughs> yeah. We're Next. gonna keep going there until it happens. Yep.
0: Next game we have is the Tennessee Titans and the Jacksonville Jaguars. I had the Titans winning this game in a complete blowout, but they lost to the Jets last week. And, I mean, not to hate on the Jets, the Jets were really good.
1: I just, I don't know what happened to Tennessee. I do. They lost A.J. Brown and Julio Jones to injury. Their leading receivers were Jeremy McNichols and Nick Westbrook-Akini. Now, I love Jeremy McNichols. I, I, he's like my biggest third string running back breakout player of all time, but he's, he's not, he's not a Julio or an AJ Brown. He doesn't even play the same position. They are getting one of the, I think they're getting AJ Brown back this week, which is a lot bigger than them getting back Julio Jones. Also the Jaguars suck. Yes. So I mean, that's another factor to consider
0: last week against the Bengals, was the first game when I didn't think they sucked the entire
1: game. They sucked in the second half. Should be noted that the Titans have an awful defense, too.
0: Yes. they're, they're Jacksonville
1: they're, could run all over
0: them. The, the defense is very... Uh, I don't want to talk about that defense. That The defense is the only reason that they're not a Super Bowl contender. Because that offense could be a top offense with Derrick Henry doing Derrick Henry things. The... Titans, if they do get back, both Julio and A.J.
1: Brown could
0: have an amazing passing game as well, but the defense, mm-hmm. atrocious. Mm-hmm. They
1: need to fix that. A but step. as bad as the Titans' defense is, the Jacksonville defense is worse. Yeah, that is true. So this, I th- there's no reason Tennessee shouldn't win. Yeah. They're not going to lose to two 0-3, oh, 0-4 oh, teams in a week. If they do, I'm going to start losing all hope for them. Oh, please. As long as, as long as a team has Derrick Henry employed on their roster, I will get behind them.
0: Yeah, there's always Derrick Henry, but if they do somehow lose to Jacksonville... I'm going to be slightly upset.
1: He's going to get like 753 rushing yards, and Titans are going to win 24-17. There's nothing to be worried about. Yeah, all right. I can see that. This would be the most confident pick of the week if I could make one of those. All right. I think. Let us let me make sure the rest of the games, but I think this would be my most confident pick. All
0: right. Our next game is the Miami Dolphins and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tua is still on IR, I believe, with his mm-hmm. rib injury, so they're just going to have Jacoby Brissett playing again. Um, I think even with Tua, I don't think the Dolphins stand a chance against the Bucks
1: because it's the Bucks, Though, that offense... How much, how much weight does that statement carry, though, anymore? They've lost two in a row, and they haven't... Or, no, they lost one, and then they almost lost another, and they didn't look too good.
0: Yeah. But also, this Bucs offense. I expected them to put like 40 points on the Patriots and they put up 19, I think, mm-hmm. around yeah,
1: 17 mm-hmm. well, whatever it was. Yes,
0: but that that that's I know they don't have Gronk, but that shouldn't be the reason you put only you put less than 20 points on the board.
1: I do think that no it's never happened before that bra- that a player has faced a coach and that coach has coached the player for 21 straight years that's that never happened in the history of the nfl that is true so i think that carries a lot of weight yes on why that was such a close game if you want to go that route and i do want to go that route because i think it's a reasonable conclusion i can see that but the dolphins are a bad team yes and in the end the simple equation for picking games is good teams beat bad teams yes good team bucks beats bad team dolphins no, I'm not worried. I'm not stressed about this game. Yeah, definitely. I we'll have the Bucks in this one as well.
0: The next game we have is the Green Bay Packers and the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, Cincinnati did get the win last week against the Jaguars, but it was a very close game and I didn't like it. I mm. thought they were going to win by fourteen points at least. Um, Joe Burrow and that offense—it does look good. Jamar Chase, er, he's in the conversation for rookie of the year.
1: <laughs> he's the runaway.
0: Yeah, um, but Aaron Rodgers and this Packers team is better. I'd say much better than the Cincinnati team. If they, if the Packers somehow lose, it's on the defensive end because I don't see how Cincinnati stops Aaron Rodgers. I, I just don't see it happening.
1: This is my other contender for most confident pick of the week, and I'm picking the Bengals. Really? Yep. Oh. I think that I I know it was close against the Jaguars. That second-half offense looks incredible joe mixon joe burrow jamar chase tyler boyd even cj freaking uzama is making plays this offense is one of the like it's going to be one of the best in the nfl the offensive line is finally improving after being after like years and years of being an eyesore the packers are a fake operation they almost lost to the Lions. If they hadn't picked up literally everything in the second half, they would have lost to the Lions. It took Mason Crosby to make sure that they didn't lose to the um crud. To the 49ers. Aaron Rodgers did amazing in that 30 seconds, but it took Mason Crosby, and they scored three points against the New Orleans Saints. The Bengals are gonna chew him up and spin him out.
0: I would not exactly say that about aaron Rodgers in this offense i think that week one game might have been an off week because afterwards the offense looks great i expect this to be a high powered game but the packers win but but if the Bengals do pull out a win i wouldn't be surprised because as you said that offense has the potential to be a top offense
1: that's basically. a stingy defense too Logan Wilson on that defense is, is leading the charge yeah. right now. Yeah, It looks incredible. Jesse Bates in the secondary is also doing really well. Um, they have good pieces on the defensive line. Larry, Larry Ogan is kind of coming back for them after being quiet after his rookie season, so yeah. that's good.
0: Yeah. So the next game we have is the Denver Broncos and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now I don't have the information yet. I don't think they said whether Teddy Bridgewater is coming back. I think it's still Locke. I think it's still Drew Locke. And if that's it, if, if it's Drew Locke, I'm going Pittsburgh Steelers 21-0. Oh, okay. As I stated in the previous podcast, I very, very, very much dislike Drew Locke. He's a one in one year wonder. His rookie season was very good. And then last season very bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I understand he played half a quarter against the Ravens, but he's showing signs of what happened last week. And, yes, the Broncos can beat bad teams. We can see that they can beat bad teams, almost thrash them. But if they can't beat this Steelers team, which is starting to decline from the previous years, that that that's a problem. They, they. I don't think they can beat good teams without Teddy Bridgewater playing the entire game and not getting a, con- a concussion. As I said, the Steelers were kind of were are starting to become a lot worse than previous seasons, but I don't think this Broncos team is going to be that much of a problem for them.
1: I have a philosophy for picking Broncos games, unless. They're facing the Houston Texans. I am not going to ever pick the Denver Broncos while Drew Locke is starting. Until Drew Locke wins a game. Agreed. If they're facing the Texans, though, they can have that win. Yeah. That's yeah. Yes, agreed. The Texans suck. Yeah. I that's all I have to say. Yeah. Uh, Steelers are gonna win. I I mean
0: I, I mean, I really want Broncos to win, but I Drew Locke has to show he has a TS dance moves. He he can dance and party all he's want. But if his play doesn't show, then all his dancing doesn't matter.
1: All right, next game. Who does does Sid hate Drew Locke more or does Josh hate Kirk Cousins more? Yeah, Let's observe
0: next week. <laughs> all right, the next game we have is the Chicago Bears and the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders suffered their first loss of the season against the Chargers Monday night. Now. I know they did, They played quite bad, and Derek Carr, who was an early MVP pick in my opinion, kind of didn't play that good. He's out. Uh, maybe, maybe. But I don't. Ju- I heard that Justin Fields is starting for the rest of the season.
1: Yeah. I'm quite excited um, about
0: that. I am excited. But I, I don't think that the Bears team has anything on the Raiders. The Raiders are a good team. I will say that. They are a very good team. They have the potential to be the first spot in the AFC West, b- making the playoffs, go to a deep playoff run. So I have the Raiders by quite a bit.
1: Hmm. Well, I have, I, I want to start out my statement by saying Matt Nagy is lying through his teeth. There's no way that if he has Andy Dalton available and Justin Herbert or no, not Justin Herbert Justin Fields keeps playing the way he is, that Justin Fields is going to start the rest of the season because they spent all of last week honking about how he wasn't ready and how they were going to Andy Dalton's our starter if he's available. And then he had another horrible game where he didn't run the ball at all and only passed for an interception. And now they're suddenly on board with him. That was against the Lions. David Montgomery, like, carried that game.
0: Yeah. I mean, when you're having trouble picking between Andy Dalton, Justin Fields, and Nick Foles now, there's a problem in your organization. And,
1: yeah. Go ahead.
0: The defense is bad. Like, after their first year getting Khalil Mack, they've started to go down. I, Mm -hmm. I thought the Bears' defense would be back to where it was. It's not. They they can't. I don't think they handle this Raiders firepower on offense. And as you said, their management from Matt Nagy kind of sucks.
1: Yeah. Um. If there's one thing that the Bears could have an edge on, it's if they get up early, even by 14 points, that would kill Las Vegas. Las Vegas is not a good first-half team. Even before this game, we or before last game, we kind of saw they fell against the Dolphins. They were able to pick themselves back up because the Dolphins are a horrible football team. Mm. But, um, it, I mean, it's it's a common occurrence for the Raiders to fall in the first half and then pick it right back up in the second half. If, big if, the Bears can get up by like 14, 17, they have a chance.
0: I don't think it's going to get
1: there. I don't either. I
0: think the Raiders lead the entire
1: game. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
0: All right. Next game, my favorite game of this week, the Cleveland Browns versus the Los Angeles Chargers. This one was very tough for me because you look at the Browns. Baker Mayfield is doing pretty well. That two-headed running game they have of Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, amazing. Their wide receivers, a bit iffy. Mm-hmm. But the defense with Miles Garrett, that's going to be fun to watch. And you see Justin Herbert and this offense. As I said again, I didn't think Justin Herbert could do better than last season. He's doing better than last season. Oh. <laughs> he is definitely oh. top two, if not number one in the MVP
1: conversation right now, besides Kyler Murray. Uh, I know you're forgetting someone. No, Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Be be careful. Yes.
0: But he's definitely top three. Herbert is top three in the MVP race Agreed. right now. Agreed. I made the joke last, last podcast about how in the Monday night game, 75% of the fans were Raiders fans. I don't think that proportion happens this week. I think it's more 50-50 and more Chargers fans come out and realize that their football team doesn't suck.
1: Chargers fans... I love you, but I think even if your team was sixteen to zero right now, you'd be sitting on your butts at your house. Shame on you. This fan base has been so weak. They have they have endured so much less than fan bases like the Raiders that have gotten crap shoveled on them for twenty months, twenty years, and the Raiders are one of the most vibrant fan bases in the league. Yeah. No excuses for you Chargers fans that live in Los Angeles and go see these games. Even if, I don't even want to hear the excuse. Oh well, we moved. San Diego fan base sucked too. <laughs> Come on, yeah, get out there, support your team. Yeah. Um oh and I'm picking the Chargers. Uh I'm I'm going to go with
0: the Cleveland Browns only because th- I think this game is close, like within seven points, probably like a touchdown or a field goal is the difference. But Miles Garrett Last week he went sleeveless and he said he reportedly got a drug test <laughs> off of that. I mean, he. this man is bullying 300-pound offensive linemen, just shoving them to the ground. Yeah. I think the only way the Chargers win is containing that man, but I don't think they contain that man.
1: Well, you saw... I mean, we saw Max Crosby was terrorizing Justin Herbert all of Monday night, and... Man was he doing well under pressure. One thing I really noticed from Justin Herbert that they pointed a lot in the out a lot in the broadcast is that he's getting really good at reading the field. Yeah, and that's something that he was struggling with in college. Something they were worried about coming into the draft. That's why yeah. he fell as far as he did. But now that that's fixed, he's like uh, he's he's on a whole nother level than Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield is a mid-tier game manager at best right now. Justin Herbert is. Is a top-five quarterback right now.
0: I could see that. And especially with the running game going, as Austin Eckler did, and having Keenan Allen and Mike Williams.
1: Mike Williams is a big boy.
0: Yeah. This, this, this offense is going to be great. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Unless Keenan Allen has another drop like he did on Monday night. Yeah. Then it won't be yeah. great.
0: Next game we have coming up is the New York Giants and the Dallas Cowboys. This was my easiest pick. I know there's so much, there's the cycle of the Dallas Cowboys thinking that it's their year and then it ends up not being their year. I'm going to be a part of the Cowboys fan base and say this might be their year. Mm. I'm going there only because the previous Mm -hmm. seasons, it's either the offense or the defense or both that's been the problem. This season, the offense, very, very good. The defense, surprisingly good. They cut Jalen Smith. They did cut Jalen Smith, but... Weird move. Th- I know it is. But the defense is still good. And the offense, Dak, Zeke, and Pollard, the, the their receiver core, the Giants are... I, the, the, the Giants are bad. They're just a bad team overall. They won last week. They did win last week, but... They're, they're nowhere near the level the Cowboys are. Saquon, not back. Mm. Daniel Jones, not going to have a good game this week. Mm. That
1: defense, going to have 40 points guard on them. Mm. Well, I'm going to have to go on the other side and say, I'm picking the Giants in an upset win. Wait. No, 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 no. <laughs> Cowboys win 40 to 6. Yeah. <laughs> you almost got me there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be, Um, I would probably have to stop doing podcasts if that was my real pick.
0: Yeah. Uh, All right. Next game, San Francisco 49ers and Arizona Cardinals. I don't know the
1: status on Jimmy Garoppolo. It doesn't look like he'll start. He didn't practice today.
0: Okay, so Trey Lance, Trey Area, is going to start his first game in the NFL. Last week, he came in at halftime, and he didn't look that bad against the Seahawks. But he's going up against the Arizona Cardinals, one of the hottest teams in the league. They they just I don't want to say completely destroyed, but they dominated the game last week against the Rams. Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray in my opinion is front runner for MVP. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Kyler Murray is amazing. The defense uh I mean, the defense after week 1 started to slightly go down, but I still think their defense is really really good the 49ers mm, I know they're they've had they have their players back from injuries after last year but I don't know it doesn't look like the same 49ers team as it used to they're
1: still one of the most well-coached teams in the NFL yeah though.
0: Kyle Shanahan he, his ability to make his ability to keep his team at I think it's two and two um yes two and two I don't think I, I don't think that the 49ers are two and two without Kyle Shanahan.
1: They gave Kyle Shanahan uh, they gave Kyle Shanahan 11 and he, a lemon and he made a whole lemonade stand. Yeah, exactly. So, that's the reason they're not 0 and 4 or 1 and 3. Well, the 49ers are going to lose because Trey Lance is facing the best team in the NFL in his first start.
0: Yeah, I could see that.
1: That's that's yeah. my entire argument. Yeah. I don't have anything else to say on the game.
0: I mean, this is his first game so we're gonna see if he's like all the other rookie quarterbacks maybe not having a bad game but they the 49ers fan had so much hype they traded up to get trey lance that was stupid
1: maybe it was but we'll see or maybe it wasn't stupid i don't know yeah. i i wasn't excited about trey lance in the draft and i feel jimmy garoppolo is a starter yeah he but, is he is a starter He's yes. better than Kirk Cousins. Yes. But we'll see
0: if Trey Lance is that guy. We'll see if he's worth drafting.
1: Whatever happens in this game that's bad, Trey Lance gets a Mulligan. Yes. That I agree. well yeah. I it's such a tough proposition to go into this team on your first start. I mean, yeah. that's he's he's going to have a horrible game. Yeah. I actually really hope Jimmy Garoppolo starts this game just because I, I don't want Trey Lance's career to start out like that. That would just be horrible. Yeah, that's true. It's like a Zach Wilson type situation. Give scenario. him time to develop.
0: Now we're coming up on our last two games. We have our Sunday night football matchup. The Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. room. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say the Bills win this one. Hmm. The Chiefs, hmm. I know the Bills... Offense can score on that Chiefs defense because that Chiefs defense, kind of bad. That's the whole reason they are last in the division. They would be 4-0 at this moment if their defense didn't suck.
1: Anytime anyone I'm picking games with picks against the Chiefs, I I always pick the Chiefs. Because whenever they're doubted by anyone, they win. I, I, I don't see any reason why the Chiefs won't win this game. I have Josh Allen as my MVP pick and the Bills as my Super Bowl pick. I don't care. The Chiefs are one of the best regular season and postseason teams in the NFL. They are going to fight tooth, nail, and claw to stay in this AFC West race. Chiefs win. 40-3. to three. No, not that. that's ridiculous. 40-21. to 21.
0: I have this more of a 35-28 type game. 35-30. But still Bills, right? Bills. Okay. 35-30 Bills. I know this was the AFC Championship game last year. And I know Stefan Diggs and this Bills offense wants to get revenge on this Chiefs defense. And after week one, they've been completely destroying the teams. Be it those teams they faced are not the Chiefs. No, oh, a bunch of cream puffs. Yeah. But th- this is going to be a test. And I think they step up to it.
1: Yes, I, The Bills could win, but also the Chiefs are going to win. And I'm very confident about it. All right.
0: And our last game is our Monday night football game. The Indianapolis Colts and the Baltimore Ravens. Honestly, I don't see why this was a Monday night football game. I don't know. Oh, this
1: should be flexed out.
0: Yeah, this should be flexed out. I have the Ravens by a lot. Lamar Jackson, he's developing as a passer. Hollywood Brown is not dropping passes anymore. Can you believe it? This this Ravens team is going to destroy the Colts. Mm. I don't think the Colts have Quentin Nelson back. I think he's still on uh, IR. No, I think he's still on IR. Yes, yeah. he's still on IR. Carson Wentz is still Carson Wentz. What does that mean anymore? Uh, does that mean he stinks or that he's good? I I don't know. Besides that, besides the year that they won the Super Bowl, I don't know. He's been kind of okay ish.
1: I'm gonna. I, I think I said this last week, and I'll say it again. When he was at his not his like peak, but right below his peak he was making all the receivers around him better he's he was elevating talent he did the opposite the next year and this year he's kind of floating in the middle so um i agree with you
0: on that like when he's below his
1: peak or just below his peak
0: he makes everyone around him but i think he's he's nowhere near that level as he used to this year
1: i have the ravens but i have something to complain about I'm tired of the Ravens. I'm exactly? tired of them winning games that they shouldn't win and being on top of divisions that they shouldn't be in. The Chiefs are a better team than the Ravens, and they've proven that they're a better team than the Ravens. If Clyde Edwards-Alaire didn't make that stupid fumble, then the Chiefs would be 3-2, and two, or no, they would be 3-1, and one, and they would be 4-1 and one next week on the top of the AFC West. The Ravens nearly blew games to both the Chiefs and the Lions. They're a fake, fake fake operation and i don't like them and i don't think that um lamar jackson is developing as a passer they have too many injuries to keep coasting into these little piddling games like they have been for the past three weeks but baltimore ravens will win 38-6 all right then i don't know you felt that about the ravens i am tired of the ravens i want them out of my life please and thank you (laughs) don't let this team into the playoffs get the Bengals in all Lamar right. Jackson, I think, by the way. I'm sorry. I just have to say this as well. Lamar Jackson, not really developing as a passer as well this year. Oh.
0: Well, I have to agree to disagree with you on All that. Right. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. If you've listened this far, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> if you've made it. If you made it this far, <laughs> apologies. If, um, if you like this podcast, consider following it. We have it on Spotify Apple Podcast and Google Podcasts. We'll be back next week with the preview, with the review of all week five games. Uh, I'm Sid Kalani here with Josh Shippen, and we'll see you next week.
1: Your cousin sucks. Goodbye.